Welcome back to our 40 Minute Mentor Mental Health Mini-Series. We're already halfway through, so if you've only tuned in today, make sure you check out the last two episodes and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future ones. Today, we're looking back at my conversation with the brilliant James Routledge, co-founder and former CEO of Sanctus, a purpose-driven mental health organization focused on providing support in the workplace. In our chat, James and I talk about how Sanctus came to exist, his own mental health journey, and how being a founder has affected his mental health over the years. It's a brilliant episode, and I know a lot of fellow or aspiring entrepreneurs listening will really relate to it. So with all that said, please enjoy these upcoming snippets with a brilliant James Routledge. When I was struggling with my mental health, and, and struggling, you know, is yes, I was struggling, but it's all... It's almost an unfair word, right? If, if you were just saying, let's say I was just to say I was curious about it, right? I wanted to do something about it, right? If we just forget the word struggling and just say, you know, I was looking to buy a car and I wanted to buy a car, right? I had no idea where to go, like completely clueless. And soon as I kind of typed mental health into Google on my phone in like incognito, thinking, I don't know, thinking there was something bad about typing that in or whatever, just nothing that came up online in particular resonated at all. You know, you've got the NHS websites, which straight away is like, okay, I've got a problem then. Because when you go to the doctors, when you go to the hospital, something's broken and you get it fixed, right? So straight away, I was like, okay, so this is telling me that there's something in me that's broken. I've got, I've got a problem. I'm ill. Charity websites, similar. Very down, dreary the kind of imagery that comes up is people crying on the stairs. The word stigma is like written in blood or something. It really is like the images that come up on Tumblr are just like, whoa. And fair enough, that's people's expression of mental health. And that that works for some people, but it really didn't work for me at all. If anything, it made me want to be part of it less. So it made me not want to do anything for my mental health because I was like, if that's mental health, I don't want to be part of that. So, you know, I straight away was really confused as, as to where to go. So really, <laughs> I almost instantly thought, well, I'm going to have to just like create what I need. Basically, I'm going to have to start the thing that I want. And really what I wanted was a place, a kind of a place that made me feel like human and like I belong. Um, and I wanted to work. I don't even know if it was with someone or with something that, again, rather than make me feel broken, said to me like like you already have the answers because i i don't know where from but i just had this deep belief i'm like i know that i'm not broken here i know that i'm just like in a bit of a crossroads or whatever for some reason i just knew that i could work it out i don't know where that comes from but i just i just knew i could work it out. i just knew i needed help but not help to be fixed just help for me to kind of work it out so i suppose the feeling i wanted was a feeling of empowerment like i wanted to feel empowered and just everything I looked at just didn't make me feel like that. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to find this for myself. And I know a load of other people are also going to need this as well. So from the first hand, I suppose I wanted to find like a brand that I was like, okay, you know, I want to buy from Amazon or I want to like, you know, I want to drive a BMW or whatever it might be. So I needed a brand to tie myself to. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to create that. And then I need a space where I can go to to just do this work where it doesn't feel like I'm a freak. I don't feel crazy. It's like I'm proud to go there, basically. 
So I just thought I'm going to have to create that for myself, basically. And I, and I just started to, I created the brand Sanctus. I thought about this vision, this mission, this purpose, you know, how can we empower people to be who they are? How can we normalize mental health, change its perception? How do we create a brand that's like, that's like Nike that'll make me, because it doesn't solve anything. If, if, you, if you have to go and talk to a therapist and do the work on your mental health, but then you, you can't tell your mum and dad because you're so ashamed. It makes no difference. You could be working with the best therapist in the world. So I knew I kind of just felt this need to do both. And then, yeah, and then I spoke to a load of like therapists, coaches, and that just felt wrong. You know, a lot of therapists I felt was very clinical, very kind of medicinal, just made me feel like a patient again, sort of keeping this feeling of like, okay, I'm broken, I need fixing, that doesn't feel good. A lot of coaches, I was like, I don't even know what a coach is and why you get to call yourself a coach and why are you charging 200 pounds an hour and the therapist who's had seven years training is only charging themselves 60. So it was all just very strange. And then I finally met a coach who'd had a background in therapy that I connected with. And actually me and him created the first Sanctus product, which I used, which was group sessions, basically. And which was a space that I felt able to go to and so did other people. And it was a safe space for us to, to be ourselves, you know, to talk about what was going on. And that was the first thing I ever did for my mental health, which was pretty intense. I think for me, one of the things that massively impacted my mental health was being disconnected from myself, thinking I need to be a certain way and not being myself. And I didn't want to live like that, basically. And that's what created this numbness that I talked about because I was just disconnected. I just created this facade, this like ego facade that was had a great social media presence, but really there was a James on the inside that wasn't that wasn't let out essentially. So there's a massive disconnect. So I want, you know, wanted to create a brand that kind of said, you know, being who you are is pretty cool. And that's the work basically. And, you know, this big vision to one day put the world's first mental health gym on the high street. It's this place you can go to work on your mental health. It's your safe space. It's your sanctuary. Um, so we started doing these groups and the groups were, were kind of like going to a fitness class for my mental health. That's how we position them. And a lot of, a lot of founders of businesses actually where I first customers, our first users there. And then since then, what started to happen is Sanctus evolved into essentially the same safe space, but a safe space in the workplace. So we, we've got a network or a team of coaches who are trained to work in mental health at the highest standard, basically. And we place them in the workplace and then individuals can access a 45-minute session that's completely impartial, completely confidential to work on their mental health. And again, we position it in a way that it's, it's not just for people that are struggling, it's for anyone who may be just curious in changing anything in their life, you know, could be I'm having a kid and I'm stressed out or it could be, I don't like my job. I don't like my manager. Um, I feel weird, whatever yeah. that feeling is, or people can walk in and say, I'm depressed. Yeah. You know, I really like that. Um, the way you've brought together the, the mental and physical health, they're intrinsic. I think there's, there's, and, and the mission that you've created, I think clearly res is resonating with a lot of people. What do you sort of say to those listening that may be struggling with their mental health at the moment? And what do you think are the things that they can do to sort of improve upon that or things that they could read or, or hopefully attend some Sanctus events. Yeah. I can only speak from my own experience, I suppose, you know, I wouldn't want to, I don't want to preach. And I think, I think again, that's one of the problems with mental health is it's, there are a lot of people telling you exactly what you should do. Um, and that's just another thing 
that you should be doing, which is just, I don't know if this that's puts it. people off that sometimes, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's just another, you know, you, I could tell you what you should do, but it's just, I, I don't want to do it or I don't feel able to or whatever. So I think the best, you know, the best thing that I've, I've learned in the last few years is just speak from experience really and, and, and say, I suppose what works for me, like I've already said, I think opening up um, about it initially was the most powerful thing I did. And that definitely doesn't mean you have to write a public blog post. Um, actually some of the most, some of actually the biggest steps along the way for me were, like I said, when I, when I opened up to myself, you know, when I wrote a journal entry or I remember there was a girl I worked with who texted me one day saying, I can't come into work today because I've had an anxiety attack. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, I'm having them all the time. <laughs> um, and that was such a powerful interaction. So, you know, I, I kind of opened up to her at work, essentially, my housemate, eventually. So I just think taking steps to speak to people. And they were people, what's interesting is they weren't the people I was closest to. So that the girl I worked with, I'd only known for a few months. My housemate was I was close to, but wasn't my he's not my best he's not my best mate. He's not he's not my mum or my dad or so I think something I've really learned that I do think is a really powerful, uh, even though I don't like giving advice, I do think this is really powerful and, and very true, is being able to or finding someone to speak to who you feel safe with, right? Who you feel safe talking to. Some people feel safe talking to their partner, some people don't. Some people feel might feel safer calling up the Samaritans. Great. Go for it. I get people who message me on LinkedIn because they feel safe talking to me. That's fine. At a certain point, I'm not the right person to them to talk to most of the time. So I, you know, so I kind of help signpost or give them a point them in the right direction. But I think speaking to someone you feel safe with or where you feel safe is, is definitely a very powerful next step. It's, uh, it certainly was for me. And just, I think, again, this is such a really tough one to, to say, but I actually think people know what they need to do, but there's just so much noise that it's hard to figure it out. And actually, this is a different sort of part of the story, but before I decided to shut down that first business, I had like, we took the team away for a few days and we went to Brighton and just like didn't take our laptops and just chilled out. And that was the first break I'd had in three years and shock after that decided to shut down the business because i finally disconnected clarity of thought just, yeah i was just able to ask myself some bigger questions you talk about um being a workaholic and i'm a self-confessed workaholic i love work but i also have struggled historically with finding that right balance so how do you find that balance in your job and life because i guess all of these things do impact on on mental health so interested in your thoughts. yeah yeah, like I said, I, I, and I concur, I think, I don't know if it's, you know, whether it's to do with if you've started your own business or anything like that, but for whatever reason, and I've got some theories about myself, but that's my vice, right? For whatever reason, work is, work is certainly my vice. And actually, I don't think I have had a good balance for a long time. I think I'm starting to get a much better one now. About six months ago, or, or throughout the course of last year, actually, the business was growing and... Um, I was a really bad example for Sanctus as a, as a founder of it. I was stressed. I was anxious. I wasn't sleeping very well. I wasn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't living the brand. You know, I was, I was, my mental health wasn't great last year, actually. Um, I didn't have much, I wasn't doing much else in my life. I just had, I had work, had my girlfriend, not really, not really anything else. I let my kind of physical health slip I wasn't really going to the gym I wasn't really doing anything and even when I was doing those things I wasn't enjoying them because I was just thinking about work all the time 
So yeah, last year I got myself in a bit of a pickle, to be honest, um, with work. And I, I actually got to the point where I got, I don't know how bad this is, um, but I'll just share it anyway. I got to the point one night where I was, for, for a few months on end, life just felt tough, right? You know, getting out of bed was, was hard. Every day felt like a chore. It felt like the grind. And one night in bed, I just thought to myself, if I feel the same way again tomorrow morning, I honestly don't want to wake up, right? Which was, was quite a flippant throwaway comment. Like I didn't, I didn't specifically mean that. I didn't, I didn't mean, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pop 70 sleeping pills so I don't wake up or anything like that. But as I said it, I was like, whoa, like that's quite, a, that's quite an intense thing to say to yourself. And something really popped for me. Um, and at the same time, I'd been away with George, just me and George, my co-founder again, just to remind everyone. And we got back and he was like, mate, to be honest, like all you could talk about was work. And I was like, fuck is that? Have I be- am I becoming that guy again? Is that me? And I ended up, I'd, ne- I'd never been to therapy before, um, before that. And I ended up kind of signing up to go, go to therapy. I used the, uh, the Sanctus directory again, product we created. And I found a therapist and I started going to therapy once a week for six months. And in my first session, basically kind of got to the end of it, kind of classic therapist sentence. He said, I'm wondering who you would be without your business. And I literally looked at him and and went, that's exactly why I'm here. Because if I didn't have my business, who would I be? I'd be the boyfriend to Sarah. And honestly, at that point, I don't think I would have been much else. I'm in awe of what James and the Sanctus team are doing and all that they've achieved in the last few years. They're doing so much to demystify mental health and encourage more conversation about it, which is such a good thing. It was really insightful to learn more about James's own mental health journey. And I'd really recommend listening to the full episode, which you can find links to in the show notes. That's everything for today, but I do hope you'll join us again tomorrow when we look back at a more recent episode featuring Reva Misra, the founder of the holistic health platform, Walking on Earth. See you then.